every dead word. Hey y'all, welcome to the Braveheart Podcast, and welcome to this season, Growing in God. Everything God has designed grows the same way. A tiny seed will naturally grow into whatever it was created to be. All it needs is a few key elements and time. In the same way, God has made a way for us to go from baby believers to mature Christians who walk like Jesus. That means living daily in communion with our Father, living free from sin, overflowing with the joy of our salvation, and truly loving those around us. And that's just the beginning. Over the next few weeks, we'll be discovering God's design for spiritual growth and experiencing the joy and freedom that His design promises. In this week's episode, Christy Lewis and Elzavian are teaching a new believers class at Upper Room Dallas going through chapter 3 of Now That You're Born Again. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, please go back and listen since these do build off of each other. The first episode is You're a Good Seed, then a healthy spiritual environment, and that brings us to today's episode, nourishment. Not only did Jesus make us good seeds when we became born again, and not only did he create the perfect environment of the new covenant for us to grow up into him, but he also is a perfect and tender gardener who's nourishing us and cherishing us daily. Christy and Alzavian really dive into this in today's episode. Enjoy. Uh, This is week three. Welcome back. This is a great week. We're talking about nourishment this week. Um, Super excited to have both Aaron and Ashley this week. It's going to be holy. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This song, are you singing the song? Mm -hmm. Was written by them, mostly Ashley, right? Okay, 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 my bad, my bad. It was uh, co-written, but I think it was started, I think it was started in Ashley's heart. So there we go, that's all. It's an amazing song. Um, And uh, yeah, so we're going to worship to start off and just um, receive from the Lord as we worship. And then we'll hop into um, our discussion and our teaching, and it's going to be awesome. So I'll pray, and then I'll let y'all get started. Jesus, thank you um, for tonight, Lord. I I love seeing people connect with one another, Lord. I love seeing people um, smile and love on one another, God. Um, It's so beautiful to see your body come together. And so we just say thank you for that, God. And I just ask that you would be present amongst us, Lord. Um, I thank you, Lord, that you love to minister to us, Lord. I thank you that we can give nothing to you that you don't first give to us. And so, God, I just ask that you would reveal yourself to us, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Stand with us. As we both sit. (laughs) You guys can stand, we'll sit. Do whatever you want. There's no rules. (laughs) Just look at him. (laughs) 
your word that you pray for us, God. I declare in the name of Jesus that it will accomplish the purpose for which you sent it. God, I ask, Lord, for those tonight, Lord Jesus, that need a word, Lord, that need one word, God, uh, to be sown into their hearts, God, that would produce fruit and life. God, I ask, Lord, for that word, Lord, that they would be able to receive it and cling to it, Jesus. ask that you would nourish us by your spirit tonight, that you would nourish us through one another. God, I thank you that uh, we were your idea. Lord, it was your great pleasure to create mankind. Uh, you are the creator and we are the created ones, God. You are the potter, we are the clay. together we become your bride, Lord. Together we're nourished, God. Lord, we thank you that what you have in, have in mind for us, we can never accomplish on our own. And so, God, we just ask that you would uh, minister your word through your spirit. In Jesus' name, you would open our hearts. In Jesus' name. How about that song? How about that? <laughs> You've been seeing that? How many of y'all felt ministered to just through the song? Those lyrics are straight from the Word of God. Thank you, Ashley and Nathan, and I know Wesley, and I think Peter actually helped write some of that song as well. Um, babe, are you here? I don't see you. Peter K. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Give it up for Peter K. Lewis. <laughs> All right. They wanted me to share um, just an overview tonight, and so I'm going to oblige. Truth be told, this, this concept of spiritual nourishment is astounding. Like, it's astounding, this truth. And if you can lay hold of this, I don't care where you're at in your spiritual walk with God. This truth alone is enough to leave you intoxicated with the good news for some time. Um, and, and here's why. God's design, this is, and, and this is my heart. It, and at the end of this, these six weeks, five weeks, whatever it is, my heart is that you leave amazed at God and his design, that you were placed in an environment, a greenhouse called God, and that he orchestrated everything so that you could grow. And, and it's just so unfair to our favor. And, and I say this is so good because I was like the chief striver, the chief worker, the chief laborer, 
And I realized in a specifically being in ministry, being in, a, in an environment like the upper room where there's such tremendous amount of spiritual activity in life, you can oftentimes feel if you're not grounded in the new covenant like you're not doing enough. Anyone? <clears throat> so the beauty and the wonder of God's design is you can just remain in it and it just works. I went for a run today and I, I don't take my phone now. Uh, I used to take my phone on my runs and I didn't and, and so it's just so good because I don't listen to music and I'm just listening and watching and I'm looking at everything that God created just grow and there's nothing is striving and and nourishment is so powerful guys and I want to just this is the nugget I want to give you because they're going to unpack the four kind of like high level aspects of nourishment like the from the bible like we're nourished I think at least four ways maybe more um but this is God's design for you as a believer everything grows the same way and it's through nourishment a baby, your little plant, an animal. The way it goes from immaturity to maturity is with nourishment. Think about that for a minute. Nourishment is a substance that you need to grow that you cannot originate or manufacture yourself. You, you can't create nourishment. Nourishment is something given to you through your environment, whether that's food, okay, and you eat it, and when you eat food, it begins to work inside of you, and you feel what? You feel energy. If you, some of you, how many of you didn't eat dinner? I see some of you chomping chips. So what's happening, no, seriously, what's happening is all you're doing is you're receiving a chip, and you're getting some nourishment, maybe a little bit of caloric intake, and if you haven't eaten, if you haven't eaten that chip is converting to energy. So you actually feel something inside of you. are like, wow, I have a little more energy now that I had this bag of chips. This is God's design for you in the Christian faith. And that nourishment will actually produce transformation of thoughts, behaviors, your inner life, addictions broken off. Like this is how you go from where you are today to where we sang about, which is spotless, victorious, pure, and Christ-like is through nourishment. And so if you thought that looking like Jesus was gonna be some arduous journey of like, oh, I'm gonna sweat and fast my way there, you may fast, praise God, but you're gonna fast with cream from heaven. You're gonna fast with the grace of God. I'm not saying a Christian life where you won't actually have to do some obedience, but you'll be supplied by grace, by your husband himself. I'm gonna leave you with this. The Bible says no one ever hated his own flesh but nourishes it and cherishes it just as Christ does the church for we are members of his body. So when God looks at you, he doesn't see a project. He sees something. He sees himself. He sees a member of his body. And so no, it's Ephesians 5. You can go read it. They may touch on it tonight. Sorry, this is like, whoa, my love language. So he, he wants, listen, you, you entered in tonight and your husband, Jesus, views you as his own flesh. And the Bible teaches that no one ever hated his own flesh, but does what? Nourishes it. To me, that's physical. And cherish, that's emotional. So Jesus not only nourishes, heals your body, but he also cherishes you. He conveys 
He conveys emotion. He conveys, he, he conveys his heart to you to cherish you. And this is how you were intended to grow and mature from where you are to where you're going. It's just like, wow, you just have this amazing God man named Jesus. And he's like, I love you. I think you're so amazing. And you're like, you do? Tell me more. And you're receiving it and you're like, yum, 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 yum. And you're eating it and like depression's going away. I, I don't want us to miss this. Like we think this is some poetic thing. No, this is God's design for you to grow. And so one of the most productive, fruitful things you can do is allow God to nourish you and to understand biblically how are you nourished. If you don't know how you're nourished, it's like going to a buffet and you don't know where the buffet is. Imagine you show up at a buffet, they promised you this buffet and you get there and they're like, you can't see any of the food. And you're like, hey, where is it? And then the people that are there are like, oh, you just have to go through this room and you go through the room and you're like, oh, it's all here. You would have been hungry in that buffet. You were there, you just didn't know the way. And so the Bible actually teaches us scripturally, truth unveiled, how we are nourished in God. And I think T. Jones and K. Lou. Amen. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, babe. <laughs> Did y'all just eat oh, something just then? That was good nourishment. I knew that. Just, I was getting I knew nourished. That was <laughs> I was getting nourished. <laughs> oh, how are you guys? Thank you, Peter. We love you so much. Um, I want to say something before I give it to Kalu. How how's today going for you guys? Like not now, but like a couple of hours ago. Good, okay. Some of you okay, maybe, yeah. Well, today is what. Today is what. Today is today. And the cool thing about today is, if you hear his voice, it's all about his voice. So I want to encourage you guys to find his voice. Don't harden your heart. Say, what are you saying to me today? <laughs> you know, because we're not worried about tomorrow or the next day, but we're worried about today. That's good. I heard that for you guys. Don't get tripped by people. If a squirrel try to run in across you while you're running, say, today's the day, squirrel. We going on. We ain't going to be double-minded. I'm sorry. That's good. That happened to me today. That's good. His mercy is... No, I... okay, okay, no, okay. No, that's good because his mercy is new every yeah. morning. And I think that sometimes if, if, you're like, if you're like my old man, if you're like my old man... Yeah then sometimes you start going back and, oh, this happened, mm -hmm. so I got to go backtrack, do X, Y, and Z to get back to. And the cross says that every day is a new day because his mercies are new every morning. And, and, and that's freedom for yeah. those of us that maybe are trying to go back to figure out where they went wrong, where they got yeah. off, yeah. that um, his mercy is in mm -hmm. today. And his cross says that you can... To yesterday was yesterday, and today is today, and you can receive his fresh word for today. That's so good. Amen. I felt like I was supposed to share why I shared that, but it's what Kate Lou was just saying. It's just I I feel like 
we go too fast uh, with our Christian, you know, walk or run. And we have to understand that it's today that he's worried about. He's not worried about what happened yesterday. He's worried about today. And if you can hear his voice today, and I don't know why, but I really feel like this is part of nourishment. But I just it just hit me when we were worshiping, and Peter just fire hosed us with the the nourishment. It was really good. We we have to understand that sin is is deception. It deceives us, and if sin can cause you to 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 think that what what you feel or what you did or what you think you are, or whatever the sin is trying to say to you, if it can give you to believe in that, it can have you to depart. Sin doesn't call you to depart. You depart by believing what sin is trying to say to you, deceive you. That's why he says, happy is the man whose sins have been forgiven, right? David says that in Psalm 32. But I really need y'all to hear this. It is important that you hear his voice every day while I still call today. And then and then it, we're going to probably talk about it, but, uh, you know, uh, all of us need to in, exalt each other in that. And, and anyway, I just really feel that, that mm-hmm. don't, don't wake up not having your ears up <laughs> and hear him. Amen. Hear him. I remember Peter the other couple of weeks ago, I don't know when, but he always wants to hear what Jesus is saying. He, I need to hear his voice. He lives on hearing Jesus' voice, you know. We need to, too. We shouldn't have yesterday's voice. We should have today's voice because he's alive. <laughs> All right, he's alive. Okay, I, I just really, I felt that was in my, in the core of Daily me. Daily bread. It's in the core of me. <laughs> Amen. Okay, okay, Caleb, get us to somewhere. <laughs> oh. Um, does everybody have a plant that's growing so exciting. Okay, so so some of our plants are not, I don't, hmm, okay. Mine looks amazing. I'm going to be honest, I am just so thrilled. It's just there by the window. Yes, babe? Ours. <laughs> Ours. That's a good word. That's a good word. Ours. We are the body of Christ. We are the bride. Okay. Um, so we're going to uh, talk about four components of spiritual nourishment, and Alzavi and I are going to kind of hit two, and then we're going to have a Q&A over all of them, and then I'm going to let y'all at your tables, we're going to really hit the spiritual nourishment, meaning that we're connected one to another. Um, so we're going to actually like experience that together. Um, but I wanted to, um, So the four components of spiritual nourishment that Peter mentioned here are uh, the nourishing root of Israel. Did that surprise anybody? I mean, I just wouldn't have thought of it, like, offhand. Okay. Christ, as our husband, he cherishes and nourishes us, like Peter was mentioning. Um, That together we're nourished. We're We're joined one to another to receive nourishment from one another. And then the truths of the faith, the truth nourishes us. Okay, so those are the four, um, those are the four components. And I think that, you know, in different seasons of life, there might be some that God highlights more than others. One might be more increasingly real than another one, but those are all ways that we're nourished by God. Um, 
So I wanted to share just briefly on the fact that we, the, the nourishing root of Israel. And um, I just wanted to share a little bit about this because this is a, a personal thing for me. Um, <clears throat> I think the main takeaway from the nourishing root of Israel is that um, your walk with God didn't originate with you. And I cannot tell you how many times I've sat with the Lord and he, he immediately reminds me that it's not up to me. And, and what I mean by that is if you look at um, <clears throat> Romans 4, you see that this whole thing got started way before you were born, that God had this brilliant idea, and really it was before Abraham, he had a brilliant idea to create humanity. I had nothing to do with the creation of humanity. He created humanity because he had a desire in his heart to be one with mankind. That alone makes me like, I was the delight and the desire of God. And then we fell, and that whole thing happened. And then God, in the same, in the same way that he created humanity, he initiated an idea for redemption. So he was the starter of it. And so you see God, he calls Abraham. Abraham did nothing for God. It's so beautiful. It's like... God's just like, yeah, I'm going to choose you. Yep, you're the one. And the nourishing thing about us is that we get grafted into that story, that we did not choose God. He chose us. And that alone is nourishment. When I see that it says that the same promises that he promised to Abraham are mine as an inheritance, I'm like, whoa, promises and inheritance. Those are two of my favorite words in the Bible because they have zero to do with Christy earning anything. And Christy's desperate for as much good news that I don't have to do anything to get God to do something. Can I get an amen? Okay. <laughs> so, so this is what I want to encourage you with. If you're stuck in a pattern of if I do this, God will do this, visit Romans 4. And see what you've been grafted into by faith. And then what I, what I remember doing when I was reading Romans 4 is because it says, all the promises of Abraham are yours in Christ. And I'm like, whoa. And I'm like, that is amazing. And I'm like, wait, what are the promises of Abraham? And so then I like went back. And I'm like, I want to see what did God promise Abraham? And it is like, he said the whole world would be blessed through Abraham, it, that the, the world belonged to Abraham. Like, that is nuts. And we get grafted into that. And so I would encourage you um, to go back and be nourished by the story of Abraham and Isaac and how God came to Abraham and he said, hey, I've got really good news for you, Abraham and Sarah. See how you're barren? I'm going to give you a son. And he's actually, 
going to, to the, the offspring, your offspring will be blessed and you will be a blessing to all of the earth. And, and this is what I love about be, this being nourished by the root of Israel. Um, God promised to Abraham and, and Sarah when they had nothing to give God. And so when you feel depleted, I want, I want you to let God nourish you and let God give something to you when you don't have anything to give to him. And, and uh, you know, a life scripture for me is Isaiah 54. And in Isaiah 54, and some people say that this is actually like Sarah's song, the song of the barren woman. Uh, it was Sarah's song because she was barren. And I look through Isaiah 54, and I see, okay, she was, it says that she was desolate, um, that she was uh, abandoned, that she was ashamed, and it goes, has this whole list. And then it says, many will be your children. And so I say, oh, the prerequisite for being blessed by God is barrenness, desolation, depression, whatever it is. And that nourishes me because I realize I'm grafted into this story that God designed where he gives me everything and I just show up and say, man, I hope you're a really good God because I got nothing to bring. <laughs> and so um, I would encourage you to go back talking, and there's, there's so much, but I'm just sharing personally what's touched my heart is, is this idea that God God created a redemption story, and it was his plan and his choice in the beginning, and that it, everything that I receive is by inheritance. And so I'd encourage you to read in Romans 4 and then go back and read Genesis 12 through Genesis 21 and see what did God promise Abraham? What am I grafted into? And let that nourish your heart. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to share this. Uh, Romans 11. Actually, go there really fast, guys. Because I, I, was stumped, I was stumped by this when he wrote this in the book. And the reality was it's like I didn't get the, that, that uh, the root of Israel. The, it was, we are nourished through that. Um, let's read verse 17. Someone read out loud without the mic. <laughs> it's, it reminds me back in the day at my grandfather's church. They would just scream out, you know, yell out the word. Uh, so it was really good. You can do it. Just the loudest you can so everyone can hear you. Okay, perfect. This, I like it. I like that so much. He, he says this. He says, if you, if you are, remember or consider, it is not you who supports the root, but the root support you. That's basically what she just said, that you're not supporting. It's the root that's supporting you. So it's important for us to understand where we come from, you know? It's, it's, you know, it's the root. 
It's not as branches. <laughs> it's a good thing when the root is giving you all the nourishment you need so that you can grow up and, and show his glory. The, the root is very humble. He's a humble man. No one is, no one is seeing him but through you. <laughs> good word. It's really good. That's a good word. So... <clears throat> I'll save you and okay. how are we nourished. Okay, let's, so where, where are we going to? We're going to. Uh, Tell me what you want to do. You want to go to Christ our husband or the truths of the faith? Man, I think they both go into the Christ our husband. Peter really knocked it out the ballpark. Yeah. Because he loved, I good. know, I knew he was going to, because this is his, this is his, one of his strings of his heart, his nourishment. Now. Let's jump to truths of the faith. Truth Peter, of faith. Peter hit Christ as our husband. Yeah, he Let's really jump hit, to truths of the faith. So that said. way we've got plenty of time to. Did y'all get what Peter said? Be nourished. Okay, well, I, I want to go to Hebrews, and I really feel like they both intertwine together. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Hebrews. Are y'all going to ask, like, what does this got to do with anything? Well, I just really feel like it has a lot to do with everything. Um. Hebrews 5. So the best way to see and how to receive love and nourishment from God is you have to see how Jesus received nourishment from God. Right? Mm, so this is going to be dangerous because I was reading this this morning. Oh, Jesus. Hebrews 5, uh, verse to. Someone read it out loud, preferably in the ESV, but if you have New King James, that'll do real good. <laughs> All right, Nathan is going to read for us. Read uh, a little louder. Okay. 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 Read it again. Read it one more time. But who? So it's the one that's called by God that can receive the honor. Keep on going. Watch this. Read it again. Keep going. Okay, listen to what he's saying. God is telling Jesus, hey, listen, son, you're my son. And today, I have begotten you. You're born of me. Then he says in another place, hey, listen to me, for your service. Notice that the calling came first. We're going to get to that. We're going, a little, we're going further in the, in the future, but... The first thing is he's called by God as a son. Yeah. Then, then he says, you need, and because you're a son, you're born of me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he says, now for the ministry that you're going to do, you are going to be a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. He, you have to understand that Hearing his voice is the most important thing in your life today that's going to nourish you. 
You have to hear what he says about you, how he feels about you, who you are to him, how you look. You know, you have to hear him. Jesus heard the Father. And he was nourished by that. And the Bible says he grew in stature and in wisdom. <laughs> he received from the mouth of him. And I, I feel that so strong that nourishment needs, we really need to hear him. Hear him. I remember that back in the years, years ago. I'm not that old. <laughs> but I, and my grandfather used to say years ago, but I really mean like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I was like, hear him. I used to say, hear him. Hear him. Hear him. And when you hear him, he nourishes you. When he says, hey, I'm going to get you a car. And I nourished me, and and I responded a different way to my mama that day. She wanted her car back, you know. And I was like, okay, I can handle this. But it is so important that we hear him. And Jesus has told us how to do that. He showed us. He's, we have to learn from him. He received it from the Father. And then guess what they said? Your witness is not good. It's not true. You bear witness of yourself. He said, listen to me, man. Your, their, your God, my father, told me that I'm the son that was been born from them. Mm -hmm. And now, later on, I'm going to be his priest forevermore. Mm -hmm. He was secure. We need to be secure. But we need to be nourished so we can be secure. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm done with that one. I really feel like that's, that's the, the husband and also the truth of, yeah. of the faith. Because the reason why I say that is because he, he tells us, uh, in chapter 3, actually, he says, take care, brother, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelieving, mm -hmm. uh, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. It says, but exhort one another every day, as long as it's called what? Today. This is important. That none of you may be hardened by what? Sin will yeah. come and try to deceive you. Yeah. But you... But you can't stand for that. He says, for we have come to what? Share in Christ. That's nourishment. When you understand that you're sharing in Christ, your, his peace, your peace, his purity, your purity. We get to share in him. And then he says, if indeed. This is important because Peter always liked to put these ifs in there because a lot of people don't like to. They say, oh, yeah, amen. But they don't want to hold on fast to the confidence. They want to call a friend. That's okay. You can call a friend. It says, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. Yeah. And then he says, he says, today if you hear his voice and do not harden your heart. It will cause you to harden your heart. That's what it will cause. It will cause a hardened heart if you don't hear his voice. All right. Amen. Yeah, so I think um, in, in, light of, in light of the truths of the faith, and, or the faith and Christ being our husband, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So if it's true about Christ, it's true about you. Whew. Sometimes... Sometimes we have to uh, remind ourselves. Um, I, I like. I wanted to point this out because it's worth it's worth pointing out. Um, in the workbook, you're going to see different resources, like visit other resources. Like sometimes, 
Sometimes we get in a headspace and the enemy starts lying and we can't think straight. Anybody been there? Okay. So you have to arm yourself with the truths of the faith and the truth who is Jesus. And so I think just an exhortation would be fill your ears with truth. Find find gospel-centered revelation that you can pump through your mind and heart that becomes real to you. Whether it's like the word of God, just Galatians 1 through 5 or Romans 1 through whatever it is, I have certain preachers that I like really like listening to and they hit Jesus all the time. This is who Jesus is. This is what the finished work is. And I remind myself of that truth and I'm nourished by that truth because the enemy accuses you day and night. And just because you're accused by the enemy doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It means there's something right with you. And so... So we have to fill ourselves with the truths of the faith, and the truth is a person. It's Jesus, and he speaks his word. And sometimes when we're in a funk, we have to flip on a podcast or the Bible app to, like, hear ourselves out of a funk, and that's okay because we live in a fallen world, and the enemy's he's accusing. Does that make sense? The other way that we're nourished is that we come to one another. We weren't designed to do this separate. Encourage and and exhort each other daily as long as it's called today. Literally today, I had a rough, rough day. And you know what I did? I texted my girls, pray for me, please. And immediately I was hit with encouragement truth, and I literally felt nourished on the inside of me. I literally felt the nourishment of God. Now, I could have kept my mouth shut, and I would probably be feeling crappy right now. I'd be feeling a little bit better because I'd be getting nourished by the truth that I'm telling y'all right now, but the Lord has designed us to need one another. Um, So in light of that, I want to um, open your tables for y'all to be vulnerable and honest with one another as to where do you need to be nourished? Um, I'm going to let Aaron come up. He's going he's gonna to play over us, and we're going to minister one to another, share a little bit, and then minister one to another. But I want him to also share just a really brief testimony, because I believe it's going to impart faith in the room, um, as to just a really practical way that he was honest and open with his heart, and God, he was literally nourished, like, by God, spiritually and financially. Can I get an amen? Yep. Oh, okay. Amen. Hi, everyone. Forgive my voice. I was screaming at Alzavian's grandpa's church. Um, yeah, so at our table, I think it was like at the beginning of this year or last at the end of last year, a few months ago, um, I was just in a place where I had like, I had exactly what I needed financially. And I'm a pretty low-maintenance person. I don't really require much, so I just kind of, like, I didn't think much of it. I was kind of going and, like, I'm going to put this down. Um, Yeah, and, but I didn't realize that, like, I was kind of in lack. (laughs) I was actually in lack. And I'm just kind of going, and then Briley, raise your hand, Briley. Briley had a dream and she texted it to me, and in the dream, she was like, yeah, I had this dream that 
we were at the table group, and I was like, guys, Aaron needs help. And we all just started, like, giving you money. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, well, that would be nice, but um, I, didn't, I didn't move on it or anything because um, I just wasn't really in that mindset. And I had a few transitions coming up where I knew I was going to need money, and I just wasn't, what I didn't know is that I was in orphan mindset. I didn't know this yet. And I kept asking the Lord, and I mean, Peter, Al Xavier can testify. I was, like, getting frustrated. I was like, Lord, what do I need to do? Like, I know you've led me to this place. And, like, what? Ah, I was, like, freaking out. And then we were at a table group one night, and Christy, I think someone else had a dream. Someone that doesn't even live in this city. <laughs> That's what it took. Um, had a dream. I'm pretty slow sometimes. <laughs> And it was pretty much the same dream that Briley had. Um, and Catherine Kuhlman was involved. So you know it was real. <laughs> so, like, we start praying for one another at the end. And I'm, like, in the middle. There's a couple other people in the middle. And Christy's just kind of, like, she's looking at me. And she's like, well. And I was like, what? She was like, I was like, okay, guys. Yeah, the dreams are true. I started thinking. I was like, I actually, like, I need money. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, I just said that out loud. Like, I need, I need help. And everyone in the group started Venmoing me, cash apping me, and they set me up for the next month. And, like, <laughs> and like still today, I'm eating of the fruit of that. And... A few days later, I'm driving with the Lord. That sounds funny. I never thought that. I was driving, and I was just talking with the Lord as I was driving. <laughs> um, and I was just kind of frustrated. Like, I was thinking about what had just happened, what these people had done for me. And I was just like, I still didn't know I had an orphan mindset yet. Ugh. And I was like, Lord, Why? I started thinking about how I could, like, save all that was just given to me in case it dried up. I'm like, I need to, like, plan and do this. And, like, and the Lord was like, I gave to you because I give, not because of your faith. I give because I'm a giver. And I was just like, oh, my God. In that moment, I knew I had orphan mindset. I was like, I've been living as one who has to take, who has to hold on to, who has to save because I didn't trust that my dad was going to actually give to me out of the abundance of who he is and how he sees me as a son. So in that moment, it just broke off me. I'm like, free. <laughs> um, yeah, so that just that came out of me being delivered of orphan mindset with my finances came from spiritual nourishment from the soil that I'm in, the table that I'm with the people that I do my life with as a seed, as a good seed around other good seeds that are my soil, they spiritually nourished me. The money was just nothing. It was the heart that I needed to see that I'm a son. I love that story. Me too. <laughs> 
Yeah, so we're going to have um, Aaron. He's going to play quietly, and I just want you to share at your tables where where you feel like there might be lack, where you feel like you need nourishment. Could be in a relationship, could be in a mindset, could be a lie that you're believing, whatever it is, but let's be the body to one another. Let's Let's pray for one another. Let's prophesy over one another. And let's just let's just see God move through each other. 